Welcome to another episode of Disney with the Ducks. We are here tonight. I am your host, Carly. With me tonight, we've got Jeff, we've got Lonnie G, we've got Jean, and her duck debut, we have the wonderful Jody. Are you excited, Jody? I'm super excited to be spending time with these ducks. Ah, we've been waiting to bring her on the show for a long time. She's been, you know, a host from the get-go, but kind of working behind the scenes. So we're excited. So let's get this ball rolling. This is episode five. And since we are just at the start of Flower and Garden Festival at Disney, we thought that it would be a great time to talk about our experiences with Flower and Garden, what we love about the festival, and talk about our favorite foods. So... Before we get into all of the fun from the episode, we just want to take a little bit and talk about, you know, life for a little bit. So I thought we'd start off today, since we are getting ready for spring, the Flower and Garden Festival, I, I believe we should all talk about our second favorite vegetable. So, Lonnie's <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy. Everybody's thinking very hard right now. Jeff, what is your second favorite vegetable? I'm glad I had no prep for this. <laughs> that was the point. You thought we were going dinosaurs, and she like completely spun you for a loop here. Mm -hmm. I thought we were going flowers. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. This is awesome, though. I love it. My second favorite, I think my first is a potato. So I think my second one's going to have to be corn. Like fresh, sweet corn would probably be my second favorite vegetable. All right, on the cob, off the cob. On the cob, grilled. I like the grilled corn with a little bit of garlic on it. Did any of you pick mm. that for your item at Disney? Because that is on the Flower and Garden it Festival. It is really menu. good. We had it last year. It is very good. All right, Jody, second favorite veggie. Mm, my second favorite veggie um, probably is going to be uh, carrot. I just like carrots. Snack them on them. Perfect. Portable. Raw or cooked? Raw, both. I can eat them either. Anyway, yeah. Grab a little hummus, throw them in the crock pot, no matter what. Carrots are my second favorite. In the crock pot? Oh, yeah. The stew and beef and all that stuff. Yum. Mm, oh. Wintertime. Yeah. You're going to have to send me a recipe. Yeah. Lonnie, what's that? They're good. They're good in a souffle. Have you ever had a carrot souffle? Carrot souffle? It's no, like but a dessert. carrot soup. I like carrot soup, too. There you go. Right. So versatile. They are. And they're orange. It's gotta make you happy. <laughs> you ever give a baby too much carrots? Their 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 cheeks turn orange. So something else. <laughs> Y'all have no idea the stupid, useless stuff that I know. <laughs> no, but we're getting a good idea. We're getting a good idea of exactly what you bring to the table, Gene. I don't bring anything, anything <laughs> Disney related that you know. That, that really helps, but I know a lot of stupid. He knows his carrots. <laughs> so for all our listeners who have babies that want their cheeks to be red, uh, orange. 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 There you go. You got Gene. Thanks, Gene. Natural blush. <laughs> Save yourself some money. Lonnie, what's your second favorite veggie? Brussels sprouts. Oh, we're no yeah. friends. Yeah. Usually with bacon. You know, because bacon makes everything better. Bacon is the candy of meats. Uh, so yeah, you cook it with some bacon, boom, you're good to go. We had Brussels sprouts last night. Oh, see, Jody, I didn't get an invite, but there you go. 
Yeah. Have you done yeah. them in the air fryer yet? Oh, oh my gosh. Mm -mm. Throw no. those babies in a little bit of oil, throw them in the air fryer with Parmesan cheese, like the grated stuff on top. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. Unfortunately, and I don't use my air fryer too much because my wife doesn't trust it. She said food not supposed to cook that fast. Uh, she says it's some kind of witchcraft, Harry Potter <laughs> wizardry or something. She doesn't deal with it. But when she's not here, I use it. I thought you were going to say she doesn't trust you to cook anything. Oh, no, she loves me. To, she loves like, me. Don't to touch cook. the appliances. You'll burn the house down. I cook all the time. She'll tell you that. I, I That's funny, Lonnie, because my daughter thinks that the air fryer, she doesn't like, she's just gotten to the point where she eats fries and, and chicken nuggets in the air fryer, but she says it has a weird smell. She can walk from, you know, out of her room and says, Somebody's cooking the air fryer. And there she is behind me. <laughs> she, she, she walks in the room, she's like, my nemesis, the air fryer. <laughs> All right, Gene, what's your second favorite vegetable? Um, God, it's so difficult because like all of my favorite vegetables, like the top five probably are really starches, I guess. You know, is that a vegetable? We have that debate in our house. Corn, yes. rice, potatoes. You know, is that is that really a vegetable or is that a starch? Oh. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh I think an underdog here. The sweet potato. Um, oh. Love potatoes, uh -huh. but um, a, a close second, sweet potatoes. Um, they're pretty versatile. You can mash them. You can have them mm -hmm. as fries or sweet potato chips. Sure. Uh, I personally like them like diced up and yes. in the air fryer is good, but also in the oven, just some salt and pepper, maybe a little bit of olive oil and just kind of roast them in, in, the, in the oven. Pretty good. Are they air fryer? Pretty good. Pretty good. Sure, that's some Chef Bar RG there. That's it. That's it, baby. Can I share a secret? Yes. I've never had a sweet potato. Ever? What? Ever. Ever? What about fries? Sweet potato fries? Never? Oh, they're so good. Carly, you're missing out. Not with brown like, sugar? Like and, a baked and, sweet potato with brown sugar and butter? Like, and butter? N never. Wow. Never. Sweet potato pie? Sweet potato casserole with Thanksgiving? <laughs> Nothing, nothing, no you part sound of like sweet an potato. infomercial. Like literally, no part of sweet potato. Wow. You Never. can slice it, dice it. <laughs> wow. Julianne, can I Julianne it? Yeah, you, you're like a oh unicorn. I, I think everybody has had sweet potatoes in some form or fashion. Lonnie, right now, where you are on the picture, you're looking up. It looks to me, it looks like you're looking up, talking to her like on the Brady Bunch, you know? It's <laughs> awesome. I love it. <laughs> Here's a story. Of Jeff and Carly. <laughs> so you have to tell me, how have you never eaten a sweet potato? That is crazy. The only time I've ever, like, seen sweet potatoes is at, like, Thanksgiving or family things. And they always have, like, brown sugar. And why are you looking at me that way? Jeff, you got to take her places. Come no, on, but man. I've never had it. And, like, they never look that good. So my Carly, what's your second? Oh, I'm sorry. I just I, no, I yes, I am happy to tell you my second favorite veggie is a cucumber. Like mm -hmm. I feel like cucumbers are a very nice, versatile thing. I don't need to cook them. I just eat them raw. I can put them in my salads. I can, you know, have one in a drink. I I like cucumber. It reminds me of a nice summer day. Very right. so, yeah. so salad and the drink. What else? Yes, or I could just eat them raw. Okay, so raw salad and a drink. I'm just trying to see like 
you know, because you don't like sweet potatoes and you can do them like a million ways. But so I'm just trying to go back. I'm trying to relate this in in my mind. So you like a vegetable you can do three things with. Yeah. yeah. Eat them raw. Nice, simple eat them things. raw. Eat them in a salad. And what's the third one? Put them in a drink. A cucumber yeah. martini or yeah. something. Okay. Can pickle her cucumber well. water is the best. That is true. That is yes, true. Yes, and I can pickle them, and then I have pickles, which is like my first favorite thing ever. Yeah, and you can put them over your eyes and stuff at the mm -hmm. spa. You can not as eyes, pickles, yeah. but cucumbers. <laughs> no, not, yeah. as, not, not as pickles. The vinegar would burn. Yeah. <laughs> so with the eyes, she's like, ah! <laughs> All right, so let's take this crazy train back on track. We are, again, talking about flower and gardens. So mm -hmm. we you know, mentioned a few of our favorite veggies, which plays into that nicely, because we're going to talk about a lot of those things later on in the show when we look at it, foods. But what are, let's go around and talk about what are your experiences at Flower and Garden Festival? What are some of your favorite, maybe first and second favorite things to do, see, experience other than food at Flower and Garden Festival? So can I go first? Because I don't want people to steal mine. All right, sure. <laughs> will. My favorite one to do there is the Spikes Pollen Nation Exploration. So you get the little card thing that goes through. You can walk around all the different World Showcase places and find Spike the Bee. And then you find a little sticker that matches up to it. And then you get a prize at the end. It's about seven bucks, seven to ten dollars. You get some cool little cup or something usually whenever you complete it. So it's a great thing for the kids to do to keep them interested in the different Epcot countries, um, especially whenever mom and dad are grabbing extra beverages and things through there. They can be looking for stuff. Um, it's actually one of my favorite things to do because we go down to Disney all the time. And it's I mean, I love Disney, but I like experiencing new things there and just having a scavenger hunt to do while you're there. I used to love the Phineas and Ferb one that they had. Um, and you walked around the countries and tried to find doofenshmirtz. But now that that's been on hiatus for a bit, those spike pollination and all the other festival scavenger hunts are really fun and super cheap. Yep. Jody, do you have something? I love the topiaries. Um, I just think they're super unique. I, I think they're incredibly, I, I don't know how they do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, my, way beyond my gardening 101 skills. So I just think they're absolutely stunning and beautiful. And um, I think I just like walking around and looking at them. And I actually, when I was there in 2019, Tim was there on a work trip. So I was, I did a flower and garden by myself. So I really took in all the sites because it was just me. So um, yeah, I love the topiaries. They're gorgeous. Do you have a favorite topiary? Um, I love the Muppets and there was a great Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy one who was like With riding the bike. The bike. Yeah, that, yes. I do like that one. That one's cute. Jean, how about you? Favorite flower and garden event? <laughs> Let's see if Lonnie can guess Jean's favorite flower and garden event first. Let's try that. So, <laughs> so a little bit of background for the listeners here. Yes. Um, I have probably been to Walt Disney World, uh, I don't know, three or four times in the last few years um, total. And it two of those times, as it turns out, uh, have been during Flower and Garden. And so to me, that's just what I thought Epcot was. And so I made the statement that I've never been there. I don't know. And Lonnie's like, you've been there with me. And then my wife came in the room the other night when I'm talking to these guys. And she pointed out that when we were there um, for a cheer trip, 
that it was during flowering garden. So I think my confusion um, is warranted because that's all I really know is flowering garden, you know, more than, you know, really half or two thirds of the times that I've been, been to Disney at Epcot, that's what's going on. But what I like, I like all the, I like the topiaries. I, I love flowers. I think they're beautiful. I think that um, I love this time of year. I'm ready to plant, you know, all my flower beds and do all that stuff at my house. I'm not Edward Scissorhands, Scissorhand, so I can't do all the fancy topiaries and I love it. I think it's beautiful and I really like all the butterflies because it's just cool, you know? What else is, I mean, what else can you say about this? It's just amazing. Right. It does have like a, a fresh feel to it. it mm -hmm. Gets you pumped up for spring and summer and nice weather. Although, you know, sure. in Florida right now, you always have nice weather. So Lonnie, how about you? Well, I think Jody and Jean uh, really stole my thunder, right? I mean, the topiaries are, if, if you like flowers, uh, uh, the Flowering Garden Festival uh, and Epcot, you know, it's just, this is Epcot's at its best, right? It, it looks the best. Um, when you go around, uh, my favorite is the Lion King topiaries that they have. Usually they, you know, mm -hmm. he's holding up um, Simba. Um, I just really enjoy it. Usually the, the weather is nice if you go earlier. Uh, like right now you go, it's, it's pretty good. It's not like you're walking over the uh, the surface of the sun. Uh, and it's just, and the one thing about the topiaries, I will say, as you're walking around, make sure you look up. Because they have some on top of buildings, they're all over the place, right? So I think Peter Pan usually he's stationed on top of building. In fact, I think the the, the crocodile is usually at the bottom. He's at the top. So look around, uh, have your head on the swivel, um, and just enjoy it because it's really a, a nice time to go. Talking about your view of those, the taking the monorail in through Epcot gives you a fantastic view of the flower beds and everything as you're starting to make the circle around. Um, oh yeah looking at some of that over by the imagination pavilion that way as you're making that loop you mm -hmm. just get a great view of all the flowers and everything coming out of the monorail yeah oh. cheers oh gosh i i don't know there's just something more magical about epcot when you walk around and really those topiaries are just works of art and you feel more surrounded i i guess whenever i'm normally walking around epcot Yes, it's gorgeous and all of the countries are beautiful and they're themed very well to the countries. But that's the one park that I don't feel in the in the World Showcase section, I don't feel that tight Disney connection with the characters and you know the little Disney magic touches. Um so when they throw the topiaries in and they've got, you know, Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore over in England and they have um I uh, Anna and Elsa are over in Norway and Beauty and the Beast are in France and it's it fits into the theme of the country mm -hmm. but then it also pulls in that Disney you know movie magic that little kids like mm -hmm. um, however I will say one thing we're all very very positive about Flower and Garden but let's be real all of the topiaries <clears throat> that have faces are creepy <laughs> I mean Disney, I love you. And all of the animals are done really well. But every time I go over and I look at Anna and Elsa, I'm like, ooh, girls, makeup. Like something, it's just, it's just off. It, I think it's the fact that they use plastic for the eyeballs. Everything else is made out of moss and different flowers and different shrubbery. And, and then you look at their eyeballs and it's very noticeably 
not natural. They're they're just plastic pieces, and I I feel like they're staring into my soul. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I guess that's my love it and hate it thing. But yeah. I you know we do focus a lot on all the positives, but yeah. you gotta throw in that that one weirdo thing every now and then too. Oh yeah. So. Um, and, and I will say, if you don't mind, I think one other thing that I really like about the Flower and Garden Festival is actually kind of how we all met, right? The, the Run Disney Race Weekend previously, it was a Star Wars weekend, which was my favorite. Uh, it's no longer a Star Wars Race Weekend. Uh, Disney changed it. I was bitter. I said it. Now the healing You, you got to get over it, man. God, no, man. Okay. You I, it, it, man, you can't rush healing. Healing has to come naturally. But... <laughs> Uh, now is the spring race series. So, you know, I do love Tower of Terror. That's one of the races. Um, you know, they're going back to the scavenger hunt for the 5K. So I, I am interested to see it. But when I'm going, I'm, I'm going to run it. But I'm still going to be thinking in my mind, there's no stormtroopers. I don't hear, you know, the mute, the Star Wars music. But I'm going with an open mind. I'm going, and hopefully this will help me. Then we move, we move to acceptance then, at that point, Gene. And, and then, then the healing can begin. Yeah. I'm very excited to hear about your experience when you come back because we've, you know, signed up to do a few run Disney and they got canceled. So we never got to experience Star Wars, but I'm going to tell you, these medals would have convinced me to do it if I had time off from work. So I, I'm excited to hear yours. And we'll obviously talk about that on a future podcast episode. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I don't think any of us mentioned is the Garden Rocks concert series. Mm -hmm. um last year it didn't happen right I, I don't think they had it last year because they had combined food and wine and flower and garden because of closures am i right am I wrong? that was two years ago it all blends mm -hmm. together um but they didn't have the garden rock series last year did they i don't believe so unless it's the one where they had some of the local bands on occasion come in it, it yeah. was local bands you know okay. there last year so they kind of did away with the some of the bigger yeah, acts that'll be there this year yeah um, but normally like those are pretty, pretty decent names. I yeah. mean, I'm not like selling out giant football stadiums currently, but they're, they're very big names. Do you have, does anybody have a list of those? Yeah. I know Toby Mac is going to be there. Yep. Yeah. The guests, uh, who, I mean, they're not, you know, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry, Lonnie. Uh, no, I say Mercy Me will be there. Um, uh, the Commodores will be there. Uh, Lionel cool, Richie, unfortunately, won't be there with the Commodores. They decided to see other people, but I mean, a lot of just really a lot of a lot of acts. I was looking over the list and I was like, man, some of these are worth just going there just for that, right? Just for that. Yeah. Berlin. I mean, y'all are all too young to remember, you know. Um, well, oh no, no, no I know that. That's a Top Gun soundtrack there. Gene. Yeah, yeah, sure is. Yeah, um, Starship, who I saw when I was in the eighth grade with that. Uh, the outfield opened up for him. I mean, that's great. I'm pretty sure my dad had that record. Probably <laughs> so. That's awesome. Okay. Is that 65 <laughs> or 67 you saw that? <laughs> 63. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, 1900. <laughs> the pointer sisters? Are they there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, back in my day, sure. I remember when they opened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they had to sing through megaphones because they didn't have microphones. <laughs> I have to watch the seagulls. Those oh. guys are still alive. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Herman's hermits, though. That seriously, they with are. Pe- okay, wait. Are with the Herman's Pe- hermits really there? With or? Peter Noon, yeah, yes. Peter Noon will be with them. Ah. Oh. Yep. Man, I think I like them. I can't, for the life of me, remember one song right kidding? now. Why can't I'm, I remember? I'm looking it up right now because I can't remember either. Right. I, I, I can okay, bust into a go. version of Mrs. Bust Brown. You got a lovely daughter. That's it. You got I'm Henry the Eighth. Come Henry on. Henry the Eighth. That's oh okay. my gosh. Right. Wow. I could go You're gonna have to longer. sing. Uh, I mean, that's what two? Yeah, two of the biggest songs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they'll have to, uh, I guess, sing the originals. Then they'll sing the remix. And then they'll have <laughs> that same song. Then they'll sing the extended version. I mean, it's not a lot of, not a lot of songs. You, you'd be saying. surprised. I bet you know more you Herman's Hermits. You got more Henry or Herman more Hermits. Henry. More Herman's Hermits songs than you realize. Say that fast three times. Right. <laughs> But these concerts are, I mean, they're outside, they're right next to the American Pavilion. Pavilion. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, tons of seating. But even if you're just, you don't want to sit down, you don't want to, you know, try and find a seat or you don't want to be around people, just walking by and hearing the music play while you're, you know, snacking on Mm -hmm. some food and enjoying the topiaries, I think is, is awesome. It's something that uh, you, you just don't get in any of the other parks. There is no live band outside entertainment like that in any of the other parks, which I think makes Epcot kind of special. So do we want to dive in and talk about the food because I'm starving and it all sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Right. Who wants to start us off? We're not letting Jeff go first this time because he got to Are we starting with our beverages first? How are we doing? Are Are we each picking a... What's, yeah, what's, so, what's the game here? Okay, so the game plan here is that we are going to take the menu that are the menus that are out there because each part of World Showcase has at least one special menu for Flower and Garden Festival. They've got all the booths set up and people are, are <laughs> able to walk around and enjoy and they have lots of things on the menus. They've got some savory options. They've got some dessert sweet options. They have lots of drink options, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. And so what we've decided to do is pick a sweet, a savory, and a beverage of choice. And I know that some of us had trouble just narrowing it down to one for some of these categories. So we will allow a, a backup second favorite since this is the show of second favorites. So... Let's start off with the beverage and we'll all kind of go around in a, in, you know, round robin that format. thing. Yeah. In a round robin format and go for it. So Jody, you want to start us off with beverage? Sure. Well, I decided to start off with a morning beverage because, um, Although a lot of the beverages sounded really tasty, a lot of them sound a little bit on the sweet side to me and I am not a sweet drink person. Um, so, and I, oh, and I do like beer and I'll have a beer on, upon occasion, but beer makes oh, me for really, breakfast. Yeah. Beer for breakfast. <laughs> um, beer makes me really full. Um, so I decided, well, I'm going to start off my day with a nice coffee. So I'm going to go to the Epcot mm-hmm. sunshine griddle mm-hmm. and I'm going to have a Joffrey's cold brew cocktail with milk, rum, coffee liqueur and vanilla vodka for $10.95. So I thought that'd be a fun way to start off my day with a little cold brew coffee with a little adult beverage action thrown into it. So that's that's what I'm going for. Did you say vanilla was the- Vanilla vodka. 
Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hopefully not Russian vodka. Hopefully <laughs> Tito's vodka or something. No, no, no Russian. <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to think, don't they usually, I'm trying to think Tito or not Tito's. Um, I mean, yes, Tito's is great, but um, Joffrey's usually Grey uses Goose. Grey Goose. There we go. So yes, I think you're all, you're totally safe yeah. to take that off the Disney menu and enjoy it. That sounds wonderful. Something I'm, different. I feel like that would be a really good dessert drink too. Oh, yeah. I know you don't like coffee after dinner, right? You're not. Oh, I do. It just dinner. makes oh, you wired. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I love to drink a coffee after dinner. Um, like have a nice dessert and then a coffee. So I think that'd be great. All right. Jean. Uh, well, so. Uh, I, I don't really drink alcohol, and um, I know you said that there were a lot of non-alcoholic options. I don't see a ton that appeal to me. Typically, I would have a Diet Coke, um, you know, as a, as a drink, but I'm going to cheat a little bit um, because, I mean, it's Disney, and I did mention this earlier, but Epcot is my favorite park, so um, because there's the eats, there's all the, you know, it's just, it's just wonderful. Um, I saw a drink that really stuck out to me. It's at the Pineapple Promenade. And I'm guessing this is an alcoholic drink, but I would see if this could be made without alcohol. Um, hazy, a hazy pebbles, fruity, hazy milkshake. Um, uh, that really, what does that sound like to you guys? Hazy pebbles, fruity, hazy milkshake. That sounds like a bowl of cereal and a milkshake. <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't it? Uh, the world's absolute greatest cereal is fruity pebbles and while they've turned those put those two they swapped them right it's pebbles fruity but rather than fruity pebbles i'm gonna see if we could have maybe not hazy and just have a pebbles fruity milkshake and if that's the case that's the beverage for this dude um if not then i would go to i would just join um jody at the epcot at the at the sunshine griddle and there is a fruit loop shake but I'm going Fruity Pebbles first if they'll do it for me. What does the hazy refer to? Like I don't know, but I'm guessing it's alcoholic because they have hazy in there twice. I'm just guessing. But hey, there's hazy IPAs, which is a thing, yeah. but I, yeah. I don't I feel like that would be weird in a milkshake. Yeah. And I may or may not have drank something called Purple Haze that came in a two-liter bottle when I was, you know, a lot younger. But I don't know if that's got anything to do with that. The Fruit Loops milkshake I actually had last year when we were down there. And it's actually pretty good. Yes. It's, it's very sweet, but it is it is good. Well, yeah. A backup option if they won't make it non-alcoholic for mm -hmm. the pebbles. For sure. Takes me a while. All right, Lonnie, your beverage of choice. Well, you know, it's as you're looking at the menu. There's so many choices. So I, I decided because you know, hey, I can't land on just one thing, right? So why not go with a flight? Uh, so over at Cider House, <laughs> there's a Cider House flight for $10, right? So that's my first choice. But you never know. I might go over there and say, you know, and I'm walking around Epcot. I'm, I'm still parched, right? So the hypnotic margarita over in Mexico for $14.25 looks from the pictures and from the description fantastic. So I may have to partake in two. Ooh. Well, a flight and a, the margarita, not two margaritas. <laughs> oh, I was going to say a flight and two margaritas. Like, yeah, that's just why I want to. He won't be walking that. around. He'd be wheeled around. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that margarita and it did look amazing. 
Mm-hmm. And I figured one of you that did the marathon would have to at least put the margarita on your list because of, you know, sentimentality reasons. So oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You're up. I would go to the Northern Bloom, which is near the Canadian Pavilion. And I'm looking at the maple popcorn shake with a maple rye whiskey. Mm. So it's kind of got the milkshake thing going on, which could be a problem if it's in the summer. So you don't mm-hmm. want to necessarily do that in the heat of the day. Milkshakes in the summer with me don't sit real well, but I think as a nice evening, maybe having the um, maple popcorn. Do you ever have the maple popcorn at the Canadian Pavilion? Nobody. Uh, no. Oh, it's really good. It is very good. Does it? It doesn't actually have popcorn in it. Though, I, I, like, I wouldn't think I because think it's just I know the that, but I know the shakes did have some of the cereals in them. Right. But, and I can get behind that because the shake is made out of, you know, ice cream or milk and whatever, and cereal and milk go together on like naturally, but maple popcorn and milk. I, I don't, I don't know. Eh, It's worth a try. I I I mean, there's a lot of cereal made from popcorn, you know what I'm like? Popcorn. Well, that's true. I guess you put anything in a blender, right? (laughs) (laughs) But that doesn't mean that you should. (laughs) <laughs> and, and I tell you, Carly, you know, you, but Gene, you're right. You can. And Carly, I'm, I'm telling you, you, you're sweet right. Potatoes. Cereal and milk goes oh. together. You know what else goes together? Sweet potatoes and brown sugar. <laughs> and, and you can butter. put that in a blender. And you can blend that. <laughs> you could. But should you? And now we've come full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the circle of the potato. All right. Well, I'm going to come full circle back to my second favorite veggie whenever I choose my beverage. So I'm going to take you to the Japan pavilion and the actual booth is called Hanami and they have a cucumber cooler. It is sake, vodka, and cucumber um, garnished with a cucumber slice. So it's got that cucumber flavor, but it's mixed in with, you know, a nice Japanese sake and I'm, I've never had it, but I'm super excited to, I love it. Anything that has that cucumber flavor to it. So see how versatile cucumbers are. I they can be sliced and flavored in your one drink. I know. <laughs> the one drink. And a cucumber slice. Stop making fun of me, man. I like cucumbers. Yeah. Like, I like a cucumber margarita from uh, over in Mexico. They're like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> you want to probably find it and make it because they would be like, be like, oh no, you know what? That would be you, amazing. You want to go down there and go to the uh, Chinese pavilion. Get that. <laughs> All right. So now that we have our beverages, we obviously need to get something on our stomachs. Um, especially those of us who are drinking alcoholic beverages, or Lonnie, who's having like 17 of them. So Lonnie, what are you going with for your savory options? So I am going to meet Carly over in Japan. I'm going to go to the Lotus House booth, and I'm going to get the house-made cheesy crab wontons for $7.75. House-made. Say that again. House-made cheesy crab wontons. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay, I've also never had a wonton, so... I don't even know you anymore. Carly. I I am a very picky eater, but wontons. Okay, explain to me what a wonton is. That's like that's like a flaky, crusty thing, right? Like a no? 
I don't know if I'd call it flaky. It's, like it's not foul? flaky at all. It's got the little crimply top thing to it. Exactly. Okay. And, you, know, you know, you go to PF Chang's, they have great ones there too. Okay. Not comparing it to the house made cheesy crab wonton. So I don't want to blur the lines or something. It's like, the, you know, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. Okay. So is it crab meat and cheese inside the wonton? Or is there yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're, they're basically, they fold it. The, the crab meat, the cheese is folded into the wonton. They fry it. Serve it with a little dipping sauce. A little dipping sauce. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think I can get behind that. I mean, I'm not. Huh, I keep saying things I don't like. I tell don't. us, tell us about what the sauce typically look looks like. Lonnie. This is the thing, though, Carly, and that's what's a, another thing about the Flower and Garden Festival is that you know, it's you can try so many different things. Usually, right, instead of going to a restaurant and saying, "Okay, I want to get wine times," you get all these wine times, and you're paying this, and you're like, ah, "I really don't like it." You go with some friends, you go out, you know, you and Jeff, you're walking around, you can try a couple of these things, right? So that's the, one of the best things about yes. going to, you know, any of the festivals in Epcot, right? The, the opportunity Epcot's to share with some like friends. Epcot's kind of like that all the time. Mm -hmm. well, only when you've been there, Gene. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's why it's my favorite park, because, like, you just get a little bit here, and you look there. Okay, so so it's not like that all the time because they literally do have a break between festivals, but you know what? That's okay, Gene. <laughs> no, nope, no, but they do. Like no, they really do. No, you get a here, cronut here. here, here here's your oh, star. No, you no, tried. <laughs> There's your star. You tried. <laughs> You're good, man. You're good, Gene. Love you. I'm with you, they Gene. Though they do have places. lots of food. They do have a lot of lots of. Don't take up from Carly. He doesn't even. Don't take up from. Know who we're on now, but we're just gonna move we're on. We're on Gene, actually. We're moving on the Gene. Let's hear. All right, Gene. What's next? Man, this is so difficult, right? But um, I, I was I was initially leaning towards poutine at one of the places. Um, you know, French fries with gravy and you know cheese curds and things, and that looks really good. But then I ran across at the Lotus House the spicy mala chicken skewers, and uh, I don't know if you've ever eaten anything with the the mala spice on it. Um, it is a an extremely unique experience. Um, it's it's unique. a spice that unique in that um, I had a friend just a couple of years ago. He he'd been reading about this spice. He found a Chinese restaurant. It's a it's like a, a Sichuan um, spice. It's a mixture of spices, but it, it has a, a very unique effect in that it numbs your tongue. And so um, it's just it's not like un, it's not like it doesn't hurt. It's not like so spicy that like that you can't stand it. It's not like that, but it, it does some different things to your taste buds. So it kind of numbs your tongue and it makes everything else taste different. Like I was drinking a diet Coke and it tasted like my diet Coke had lemon in it. It, it was the weirdest thing, but it numbs your tongue and then it just kind of goes away. But um, it's very, very interesting. And, uh, and so I haven't experienced that except for that one time. And so I would go get the, the spicy mala chicken skewer, and then I would share it with you, uh, Carly, because you just don't have a lot of experience with food, and I just really want. I really you. don't. I'm so sheltered. I feel like now this maybe becomes a good ploy that I can convince all of you and any listeners that are out there when you see me in the parks, like just assume <laughs> I've never tried it, and please, you know, enlighten me. Share all of your food with me. I'm you never going to have to buy food again. I'm, I'm offended because literally. <laughs> I'm over there at Lotus House. Me and Carly over there. She's drinking a cucumber drink. 
and I'm having the wontons, and you're over there too, but you're not going to give me peace. You're going to go over there and give it to Carly, right? And, and I would offer you some of my cheesy wontons, but you know what? It's all right. Carly, with all, with that, all that Lotus house hanging out, that that think about it. Car Next week, Carly's going to be um, uh, surprised, amazed flummoxed, flabbergasted whenever UPS shows up with a crate of sweet potatoes at her house. <laughs> with the spice. You got to send her some of the Chinese right. spice. Right. Right. There we go. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Jody, what is your savory choice to go with your beverage? So is this our appetite or is this my main course, main course? You know, either one. We're okay. kind of bending the rules all over the place. All right. So I decided to go with the Honey Bistro, um, the lavender honey mustard marinated chicken flatbread with honey whipped ricotta cheese, marinated vegetables, and goat cheese. Um, I just feel like that has, I love ricotta. I love goat. I love marinated vegetables. Throw a little chicken on there. Um, not too heavy because, you know, it's hot. And um, so that just sounded pretty interesting and um, a little bit different. That was going to be my mm -hmm. my appetizer that I was going to share with all of you. So I don't know where the Honey Bistro is compared to where you all are at Lotus House. So I may have to walk a while with it in my hand to share it all. But I, I, I'm going to share it with you all. I need to think Thank where the Honey Bistro yeah. is. Isn't we'll wait for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait. Yeah, of course. Starbucks, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, I, the one thing to note about their flatbreads, I've had them before, and they are large. Oh, really? And, like, See, and they're, they're shareable. See? Yes. That's the thing to keep in mind with Flower and Garden and any of Disney's festivals. You really should check out pictures that they have on the placards by the booths to see what you're getting for the price because some things are extremely reasonable in Disney standards like the flatbreads and then some things are just they seem very overpriced for the small amount that you get um i know we went last year and got some croissant that had escargot in it and it was one croissant and i think that sucker was like 10 or 11 dollars um but it was like eh, i'm not really sure that this was you know you got your bang for your your bill there but you definitely do with something like the flatbread. Um, and I also chose the flatbread, but we'll get to that. All right, Justin, what is your choice for your savory? You guys are way back in World Showcase. I'm just staying in Canada. Um, I got my drink in Canada. I'm getting my meal in Canada. And I'm going with the braised or the beef tenderloin with the mushroom bordelaise sauce, whipped potatoes, and garden vegetables. Um, in the past, this has always been like a little Le Cellier meal. Mm -hmm. And so you can't really go wrong with that. And O'Reilly has got that in the past and it's been very good. And I like the Canadian pavilion apparently. And we'll be friends with my friends up north and I'll be staying there while you guys go party in the back of Epcot. Yeah. And I think that one's That's nice too. Cool. Because you get a, a taste of Le Cellier without the price tag mm -hmm. of Le Cellier. Mm -hmm. We haven't done that one yet. So I'm kind of, oh my gosh, I'm getting dirty looks there too. We haven't no, done it. That line is always long, so I've had it before. It and that yeah. line, because it, it's such a good value. It really mm -hmm. is. Um, I struggle with that one because that's one of the ones I really like, except when it's really hot. And then it's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's, but it's a really good deal, especially for, yep. for that price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Am I the only yep. one left? You're the last left. All right. It was a toss up for me. So um, I, 
my savory appetizer and my savory entree are very similar. Um, but I went with the Epcot Farmer's Feast, which is apparently near Test Track. And this one's weird because this is, I think, the only booth in the Flower and Garden Festival that has different menus during different months of the festival. So they call them different seasons. And my item is on the springtime menu, which is available April 10th through May 21st, which is a bummer because we are going to be there for flower and garden, but not during that time. Um, but they have a grilled vegetable bruschetta with marinated peppers, zucchini, squash, artichokes, goat cheese, and balsamic glaze on grilled ciabatta. And I love anything that has balsamic on it. I love ciabatta bread like crazy. Um, really any type of bread I'm a big fan of. But I, I've, never, I've never had artichokes, but I'm willing to try it because it, the combination of veggies on here just sounds amazing. So that is my, my savory appetizer pick. So now, since none of us could decide on just one savory, or some of us couldn't, um, I'll go ahead and share my second one, which we're going to call my entree. And it's at the Tangerine Cafe Flavors of Medina, mm -hmm. which is by the Morocco Pavilion. And that's always one of my favorite places to get food. Um, that is one food that I am pretty adventurous in trying as different Mediterranean types of foods. So it is the Mediterranean flatbread. Um, with artichokes, olives, mozzarella, and feta cheese. So it sounds very, very similar to the grilled vegetable bruschetta, um, but no balsamic. But they were so close, and I feel like it would be a nice, okay, I'm going to try it and compare and see which one I like better kind of thing. So those are my two savory choices. So let's go in reverse order, which means Jeff, you're up. I followed the rules and didn't do a bonus one. No you, bonus. You guys said like one sweet, one savory, one drink, which is what I did. I know, so. and we all cheat. Right. Because it's the way we so do. I will gracefully yeah. pass on this one since I did what I was supposed to do. Did anybody else pick a second savory option? All right, Jody, what'd you pick? Yeah. All right. I went to Trowel and Tellus, hosted by Impossible Food. So, we and our family eat Meatless Monday, and um, we have really fallen in love with the Impossible brand foods. And, and, and Disney does the, the, a really great job with the Impossible brand. So, like, Docking Bay 7 has got a great Impossible meatball. And so I want to try the boneless Impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice, some sort of slaw that I can't pronounce, and a kimchi mayonnaise for six seventy-five. So that's at the Trowel and Tellus. So something totally different, but um, every plant-based option I've had at Disney has been really, really good. And so um, thought I'd give it another try. Oh my gosh, you just changed my mind. Now I want that because I <laughs> do love all of the Impossible Burger that they have during Food and Wine. I do not eat hamburgers. I do not. It's a texture thing for me. But down there, that is my favorite thing. I will have two every single day that I'm down there because I just love it so much. And I'm not brave enough to buy it at home and make it myself. So um, that's the only time I ever eat a burger is down at Disney. But I, I could 
love the short rib thing. That yeah. sounds good. So I'll, I'll trade in my flatbread for that. You, you, I just want to verify. You did say that was boneless, a boneless meatless short rib, correct? It says short boneless, rib, boneless, okay. impossible Korean short rib, and it's it's impossible. It's impossible brand. So it's, I, I, you know, it's boneless because there was never a bone to begin with. <laughs> well, I was going to say I wasn't into it until you said it was boneless, and maybe I tried. Yes, yeah. I, I, who knows? I, I don't. You're, you're right. right. Lonnie? Yes. <laughs> it's well. impossible for me to not eat something else. So here I go. Uh, so my next for my next meal, I would uh, go over to Sunshine Griddle and I would get the shrimp and grits for $7.25. Okay. I it's thought you really said you couldn't do shrimp and shrimp and grits in Florida. Why are you holding? <laughs> just, just don't, don't hold. Let it go. <laughs> I'm gonna try it, uh, and the reason why because you know, I have had a great experience with shrimp and grits at Disney when we all went to uh, went to breakfast. So I'm gonna try and see if I have uh, if I like this one as well. All right. Mm -hmm. What makes a good shrimp and grits? Uh, it's Impossible the grit. shrimp. <laughs> Possible shrimp. Is that boneless as well? <laughs> yes. <laughs> bone, bone in impossible shrimp. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so grits like pasta can get like mushy and gross. Well, yeah. You know, Vinny said you could have it regular or al dente. Okay. If the grits are al dente, then it's good. Mm. So, Gene, did you also cheat and come up with an extra savory item and break the rules like everybody else did? Uh, you call it breaking the rules. You call it cheating. I call you just living my life because I'm going to get all the food. I mean, that's, that's that's part of life. I mean, that's the best part about Epcot to me. So I'm going to get at least one. And I might get two or three other entrees. Who knows? Um, but I chose uh, Citrus Blossom. The crispy mojo marinated pork belly because I mean pork belly, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, it it just sounds amazing, um, amazing. Is it impossible? It's not impossible. I, I think it might be boneless um, because it's the belly of the pork, but I don't <laughs> think it's meatless. Mm. It's got avocado cream, corn salsa, salsa verde, and plantain chips. How could that, you know, if loving that's wrong, I don't want to be right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and exactly. chips are darn good. Mm -hmm. I do like that. For sure. All right. So we're moving on to everybody's, well, I don't care if it's not everybody's. It is now everybody's favorite, which is the dessert options. So these sweet choices, I guess it doesn't have to be dessert. It just has to be something a little more sweet for the palate. So um, let's start with Lonnie. I'm going straight dessert, Carly. I am going to uh, get the uh, strawberry cheesecake funnel cake. It's topped with strawberry ice cream, mm -hmm. cheesecake crumbles, strawberry drizzle, and whipped cream. And it's $10.50. And it got my name on it because that's what I'm getting. Where is that at? I don't know. Because <laughs> you have no idea yeah, where you're going. It, it actually has. Yeah, it, it, I, I just didn't write it down because I knew when I got there, I was going to ask around until I found it. You're just gonna stand and be like, funnel cake. Funnel yeah, I was like, I'm gonna That's walk to somebody and tap them on the shoulder. I was like, where's that funnel cake? <laughs> <laughs> a cast member would say, um, 
right over there. And I'm like, thank you. And I'm going. <laughs> there we go. Did, Jody did, might know. Jody, have, do you know where it's at? I, I, the funnel cakes are normally over in the America Pavilion, but I don't That's know. I was gonna See, say. Hopefully, Jody's right there. I'll ask her. Because that I, none says America. None says America like funnel cake. Mm -hmm. That's right. I, I'm going to look it up for you. Oh, I know it. I know. Um, you got it? It's Florida Leaf, France. Um, it says funnel cake. In Florida Leaf, France? No, no, no. It's its own place. No. It's, it's just in the funnel cake, cake yeah. place. Yeah. You, you know, it's right past the America, cake. there's yeah. a little, that's what a funnel cake thing is, and it's right there. But it's no boot. They're, they're always there, the yeah. funnel right. cake's there, but they're just making it so. Yep, they have special seasonal ones all the time. Super there. special. Mm -hmm. nice. So you can get a regular funnel cake, or you can get this special one for flower and garden. With raspberry sauce, is that what you said? Oh, no, strawberry. Strawberry, strawberry sauce. Mm -hmm. Strawberry drizzle and whipped cream. Mm -mm. that sounds good all right gene i'm just gonna i'm gonna be honest i look through all these desserts and i don't there's nothing that just reaches out and grab me i'm grabs me i'm not like a fancy dessert kind of guy i like some pretty basic stuff um if i had to pick one of these i'd probably pick the griddled maple pound cake at northern bloom but to be honest with you i probably would just go find a find a uh, um, a cronut with some ice cream somewhere just gonna be real honest i don't know that we've had a ducks episode with gene on that doesn't discuss a cronut so i'm glad that you said i that. love them excellent love cronuts. well i was actually going to go for the griddled maple pound cake also and not because of the maple but because it has a warm peach compote and a sweet yeah. corn gelato with it which sounds really interesting um so not sweet potato but sweet corn so i feel like you know it well, would just like corn so you can give him some there we go <laughs> um my backup dessert was the pecan praline at magnolia terrace which is also at the american adventure um i've had it before it's one of those things that it's it's pretty small and you think wow that's not worth the money but it is extremely sweet. So you can eat just a little bit at a time. It's almost like um, chewing on a sugar cube a little bit. So you just have to take little bites of it and maybe have a coffee with it at a Joffrey stand or something, but also very good. Hey, you like pralines? You like, I mean, mm -hmm. you, you really like that? So my wife makes them like at the holidays, you'll get pralines at Christmas. All right, and sweet and potatoes. Sweet potatoes. <laughs> and sweet potatoes for sure. Yeah, my mom wait. makes my mom makes excellent pralines, and those are prepackaged, right? Those ones that's already in a little yeah. bag. You have to, yeah. We're gonna yeah. send you some fresh ones. We're okay, gonna, we're gonna hook you up. Perfect. Get ready. See Get all ready. this food coming my way. I love it. <laughs> Jody, what are you having for dessert? I am heading over to Epcot Sunshine Girdle, which is where I started my day with my coffee, and I'm finishing my evening with a dessert of fried cinnamon roll bites, with cream cheese frosting, and candied bacon because bacon. For four dollars yeah. and fifty cents, those just sounded like, like the the, um, what are the cinnamon rolls at the airport? Cinema, that's what it sounded like. Cinnamon, cinnamon yeah. Get on top, yeah. it's on, mm, yum, yeah. That's my dessert. This is where I was going. I changed my mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> You're joining me now, Gene. You're coming over to this. Yes, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm I hope they give you three because I'm coming over to get one because that's the Although candy. I kind, of, I kind of want a little chocolate dipping sauce though. I think Ooh, that would put it over the. Okay. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, take away the cream cheese frosting and give me chocolate. I'm in. Yeah, I'm working here. That's what I was thinking as well. 
Um, actually, I, I had these last year as well. They're not really like Cinnabons. They're more like little fried donuts with cinnamon oh. sugar. And they're covered with the bacon and the cream cheese. Oh, they're fantastic. I think they give you like three of them in a little thing. They're very good. Actually, I got one order and I went back and got a second order. Whenever nice. we, we were standing there talking with some friends and I ate one. I was like, I'm going to go back and get more. So yeah. while we were sitting there just visiting, I ended up getting two of those. And they're fantastic. Cinnamon sugar is for tonight. So they're very good. So we'll all be eating there together. Nice. Good. I'll come over there with my funnel cake. <laughs> There we go. I'm still gonna so you know I'm still gonna get some of Jody's because she has three so I one do. for I'll her share. one for Jean one for me and then yeah. I give her some funnel cake. Perfect. Yeah, and that's the really nice thing. I think we've said that already, but trying out different things, I get so adventurous at Epcot eating because I don't, I don't like to go to restaurants and make that commitment to a full entree or a full dessert that's pretty expensive and then let it go to waste. But at Epcot, it's like you walk around and you get little bites and you can try them out, but then, you know, it's also nice and shareable. So when he gets something and I decide, wow, that looks good. I should have gotten that. I just steal half and I go back and get another day. one because I want to right. start with. So, well, anything else we want to add for the good of the order with flower and garden festival? No, I think we've pretty well covered a little bit of variety for the menus. We covered some of the entertainment with the Garden Rocks and Topiaries and stuff. And I think we're set for people to go out and give it a try. And then let us know what you guys think of it, too. So send us pictures if you're down there. Or... Yes. I love that Winnie the Pooh balloon topiary. So, like, send me that one. But you can keep all your pictures of Anna and Elsa. Got that. And I have nightmares about them at night. So it's fine. Um well, we can't end a Disney with the Ducks podcast without everybody's favorite segment, Quacking Up with the Ducks. Well, it might not be everybody's favorite, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's all the dad's favorites. So, okay. I did not prepare one tonight. Jody, did you prepare? I'm not a dad, so nope. dad I, I get to take a pass at this one. Yes. Beautiful. Jeff, you're super proud of yours, so start us off. So the other day, Carly is like completely scared of spiders. So there's a spider in the house and she goes, don't kill it. Don't kill it. Take it out instead. So we went out, we had a few drinks. He ended up being a pretty cool guy. And um, he was telling me he's in web developing. <laughs> so, we became pretty good friends after that. <laughs> you laugh. I live with it every day. This isn't just for the show. This is hours hours of my life you're fortunate hours. you're fortunate all right well let's hear do you have a better one no, I, no. um <laughs> what did the beach i'm sorry what did the ocean say to the beach i don't know nothing it just waved uh... <laughs> these are so bad everybody quit watching that? right now there's our numbers fall out. I regret nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Gene? Uh, not, not. Well, so just remember, we're in the theme of uh, lawn and garden and butterflies and, you know, food and everything else. But uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Lettuce. Lettuce who? Lettuce in. It's cold out here. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, it's 
it doesn't get any better after that, guys. I, I really can't save it. Well, it actually does get a little bit better from here because we've been doing this as what episode five now. Mm -hmm. um, we've been a little over a month at it and it's been working out good so far. Um, we've had a lot of positive feedback from people. We've had some people leave us some reviews on um, Apple Podcasts. So we're going to, while we have a few of these each week, we're going to read one or so and um, thank our listeners for who going out and taking the time to do that. We appreciate all comments, constructive or otherwise. Um, but so far, it's all been positive. So we have one from um, Pula77. It was a five-star rating. It says, a great group of fans chatting Disney, enjoying the topics and joking around. Makes you want to join them in the conversation. Can't wait for the new episodes. Oh, that so, was so sweet. Yep, we you. appreciate that. So and it was none of us even. Somebody else did that right. independently on their own, I think. It, Right. Well, Unless I paid him off. It might have been Carly, so we'll see. <laughs> but like I said, we appreciate everybody going out and listening. Um, if you can, go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we have some bonus content that will be coming through there. we got some exciting things we're working on in the background of that. There's not a whole lot of stuff out there yet, but there will be. Um, it'll be fun. Um, make sure you upload your duck pictures that you have and hashtag. Um, Show us your, your feathers. feathers. Um, join our Facebook group and Instagram page of at Disney with the Ducks. Um, also, while you're out there, I know Gene is working on getting some information together because he has his big cheer trip coming up at the end of April. And mm -hmm. so he had, we have a post sitting out here in the Facebook group that we'd love to get some traction on to. Do you want to tell him a little bit about the post and what we're putting together for a show, Gene? Yeah. Um, so. I've mentioned it before, I think. I, I know I've mentioned it on Facebook, but my daughter uh, does competition cheer, and uh, she and her team uh, have gotten a bid for the Summit National Championship uh, at Walt Disney World. Uh, it'll be actually the fourth time she's gone, but those trips are, are a little bit different than a normal Disney trip because uh, they're pretty intense as far as the athletic competition. It's not, the focus is not Disney. Uh, the focus is on the competition, but Disney's part of it. And we just want to make sure, you know, I want everybody to, to give me their ideas of how they work the Disney magic or make sure that Disney magic is a part of their trip, even when it's a shorter trip or um, athletic stuff is involved. Any really any tips are welcome. Uh, packing tips, uh, things you don't forget, things that if you have an abbreviated trip, you make sure that you do um, just any tips and tricks, any hacks, anything like that. Uh, we, we'd love to get your your expertise. People have done this before and, and, and we'll talk about, we'll, we'll read those comments. We'll have discussions around that. We'll all give our own opinions. We've done, we've all done different things like that on a future show. So I appreciate your, your, your comments and your thoughts around that. Yeah. So we'll bump that post to the top so that everybody can comment on there and, and give their awesome tips to help make other people's trips a little bit easier and a little bit better. Um, anything else for the good of the order? I got nothing. So. Lonnie, you got that that Tinder for the Ducks set up yet? I'm still waiting. You're muted. <laughs> I tried to, but my wife deleted it, so I have to go back in and make another page. Gotcha. Gotcha. I just feel okay, oppressive so. nature of, of, of what she's doing to me. <laughs> but for those of you who are interested in... In dating a duck? And in, no, flirting for friends because, you know, we're all just friends here. Um, T Public, you can go on, search for Diz with the Ducks, D I S with the Ducks, 
and we've got some merch out there for you. And we just made a new shirt that says flirting for friends, because apparently I said some awkward things in episode zero about how I'm awkward at making friends. Um, and so a listener requested that shirt. So it's out there along with all our original merchandise. And I've even made some new um, logos that I'm putting out there to see if anybody likes those better. So keep checking out Tee Public. Keep listening. We really appreciate all of you listening. Um, I know sometimes we are tripping over our own feet and over our words, but we'll get the hang of this at some point. And or not, you know, maybe not. But we do want to say special thanks to Jody for coming on the show today. For She's sure. been throwing out ideas for the podcast and and helping the host group behind the scenes and finally on a true episode has shown her beautiful face. So um, thank you, Jody, for coming on. Thank you, Jody. Thanks, for having Thanks, me. Jody. And hopefully hope we'll we make this hope, a more regular we didn't, uh, we didn't scare you off. <laughs> not scared at all. <laughs> we love you in front of the camera and not just behind the scenes. So all right, guys, that wraps up another episode of Disney with the Ducks. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a good night. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. I should, I should name cheer teams because all you got to do is put elite, extreme, and some kind of mascot, and you got it. All-star elite extreme <laughs> Thundercats. Whatever, you know? Thundercats. Oh. Corporate Lonnie. I love Corporate Lonnie. I love Corporate Lonnie. I've been Lonnie was my manager for six months. So I saw Corporate Lonnie every day, all day for six months. It was awesome. <laughs> this is my first time meeting Corporate Lonnie. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way, Gene. Tell me a little bit more. <laughs> You know, uh, she's a missionary she, somewhere off in another country. She got offered a job. It would have been both of us there. And she actually said she had a call in and quit, grabbed her guitar and moved to Africa to become a missionary. <laughs> and that and that's the thing I told Jean. I said, now think about this. She was on the fast track. And you drove that girl to quit <laughs> and go become a missionary. She would rather be in Africa than hang around in a training class with somebody like you. She would be in the bushes of Africa running from the Oh my gosh. Then hang out with you. Oh my gosh. That's the, I cannot that's believe the lies. Okay. Oh. She's a missionary, right? She's gone. Jean. <laughs> Who else? I saw the, uh, yeah, I said the Commodores with Outliner Richie. So I don't know if they just like in the background. And it just like they just doing that. They just doing that. <laughs> the and they go and they go and it just, and it just like say the you know or something like that. They can't sing the words because of course that's that's not them. Um, yeah. Oh wait, let me let me print something right quick. I don't want to to get you guys. Yeah, he's he, he's got anything. friends' emails from the day. <laughs> Dude, I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> 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 Dude, if I could go, we just Sorry. lost all of our sweet potato loving yeah. fans and cutting it this one out. <laughs> take that one out the picture. Got sweet potato farmers are gonna be like boycotting us. Close them down. Close them down. You know.
This reminds me of an, the Forrest Gump when they're talking about all the different kinds of shrimp you can do. You can bake that potato. You can fry that potato. You can julienne that potato. You got potato succotash. You got potato. I mean, go on with it. You know, potato pancakes, smashed sweet potatoes, potatoes with brown sugar, with butter, potatoes without brown sugar, without butter. I mean, you can go on and on. Marshmallow, sweet potato casserole, sweet potato with marshmallows. <laughs> Lonnie was my best, goodest friend. He's like gorgeous. Jeff said good night. What if you're listening to this in the morning? <laughs> Depends on where you are. That, if a right? tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does you even care? <laughs> Would Lonnie still blame it on me? Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that is for sure. Yes. That Everything is gets blamed on Gene. That is, that is yes. 